Okay. No one's touching yeah. them. I, no one. If you're starting them on your team, you, you're probably in last place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of Jets Nation from around the world, you're listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Jets Podcast. The Jets hired Robert Sala, the very energetic, uh, bald, intense, good-looking guy. Don't name it to me as the GOAT. And Lawson, like, has had a little bit of an injury history, but, man, he's a rocket. He's a ball of muscle off the edge. Denzel Mims is there, and he's got it. Denzel's going to be another big, fast, athletic target for us on the outside. We're a good football team. And now, let's kick it over to your hosts, Brandon Ferris and Spencer Klein. Welcome, everyone, to the good, the bad, and the Jets podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ferris, and as always, alongside me is Spencer Klein. And Spence, before we jump into our episode today, I know we did want to send our condolences to the Knapp family and the New York Jets on the loss of Greg Knapp, the tragic biking incidents, the, the accident that he had. Very sad story. I know all the players and, and the families are, are very upset. So we're sending our best wishes to the Jets family and the Knapp family as well. Yep, same here. I think can't say any more than what Brandon said there. Just yep. a sad week for the Jets organization and the fan base, and it's tough times there. So it's yep. an unfortunate one. Yeah, he'll be looking down on, on the team, and um, I'm sure they will make a, a good remembrance of him. So with that, let's jump into the episode. I know we have a, a few things to talk about. We'll talk about some fantasy value of the Jets. As you know, it's almost the end of July. Fantasy drafts are coming up. Spence, we have our fantasy draft, our league in about a month, maybe. I am creating the draft order today for our league, so I guess we'll see where we're both picking. And we'll we'll actually talk about the news from the Jets. I think it was yesterday or, or two days ago, they, they put out the pup list and the NFI list. And I know you have that up right now if, if you want to bring up some names and we can discuss that because there was one one or two surprises for me on that list that it was a little concerning, but there was also a, a good surprise as well. Yeah, so there, yesterday afternoon they released a couple of the names that were a part of this. So on the NFI list, Marcus May, Vinnie Curry, and the two, Fadukasi. Apologize for boxing that up there. <laughs> and then on the... Pup list, it was Quinnen, Ashton Davis, Kyle Phillips, and Jonathan Marshall. And I'll let you share your one surprise because it might be what I was about to say. So let me see if you were on the same page with that. <laughs> yeah, so so my surprise is Becton is not listed. Yep, it, on that's there. exactly what I was yeah. going to say. That's good, though. I think yeah. it's a sigh of relief for yes. all Jets fans. Because we, we were talking about for the last few weeks what, what his deal is. So it seems like he's healthy. He should be ready for camp. We should see him. I guess full speed, right? When we go next Saturday on on the thirty first, no reason. That's what it sounds like now. I mean, yeah, if if he's not on either of those lists, he should be ready to go. Yeah, if he's on the sidelines, I'll be annoyed. There's no reason for him to be if if he's. I I guess if he's not on the list, maybe they'll try and take it slow with him. But I don't know. I'm not a coach, so (laughs) I think my only concern of all these names here is really Ashton Davis. Like, unless maybe I'm forgetting, like what what did he have? He didn't have any uh, surgery repaired issues this off season, right? Like that's 
that's that's out of nowhere to me. Unless again, unless I'm forgetting something, there, that's it's going to yes. hurt him in the safety battle to start. So that the two concerns I have was Davis because again, I didn't hear anything about him unless we're both missing something obvious that happened. Yeah, I'm going to take a look, but I don't believe that he he had any surgeries off the top because of my head. He also battled with injuries last year too, which I think so. I, I I didn't love seeing him on the list. And then did Marcus May go through any surgery or anything? Why is he on the NFI list? Um, I, I don't think so either. Again, unless I'm forgetting something that... I mean, it definitely has nothing to do with his contract situation. They, yeah, just... I mean, NFI list, like, they might just have something going on. Like, literally could just miss the first day and be back. After. Like, like, I don't think Vinny Curry's hurt. I don't think Fado Kossi's hurt. I didn't hear anything. I mean, clearly, they're not on the injury part of the list. NFI is non-injury related, I guess. Yeah, right? it's, it's non-football injury list. So it could be like... I mean, literally, it could be like... I wonder if they're like something personal protocol. thing to take. That well, I think that that they would announce now. Like this, just literally might be like they have something personal to take. Care. Yeah. Like literally, they could have a personal day. They got to do something with their family, and then just mm-hmm. okay. then be activated the day after. But okay, and it's, it's also... I wouldn't be I wouldn't be concerned about those three. That okay. they they should. I imagine they'd be back pretty quick. Yeah, I, I, I hope. I hope. And, uh, are you uh, are you surprised Jonathan Marshall's on the pup? Are they going to IR him? <laughs> I mean, that, that's just such an, such an easy one. That he, it's clearly leading up that way. They know exactly what they're doing there. We, we know exactly what they're doing there. It's just yeah. one of those clear examples. So, yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, yeah, fourth, if he's actually hurt, hope he's okay. But yeah, haven't heard a thing. So, clearly, I won't say clearly. <laughs> I think they're doing what we have said they were going to do. Yeah. But, and, obviously, Quinnen, he's still recovering. But it seems like he's in good spirits. I'm, I'm not concerned about him at all. Yeah. I think that one's an expected one. I mean, no reason to rush him. He's got a couple of years under his belt now. Yeah. I think he, he understands what, what camp is like. <laughs> yeah, I think Davis and, is definitely the most concerning right now. Especially, yeah. like you said, in, in the safety battle when Joyner's coming on a, on a one-year deal. And I think they still have Bennett, right? Or, or yeah, it's, he's, one, he's, one of those two. So, I mean, Bennett, he's a backup. But still, Davis is a second-year pro. It's, he, he needs to prove something. Yeah, it's, it's going to hurt him in the safety battle simply. Yeah. I mean, less reps for him, more yeah. reps for Joyner and, and the others simply. So we'll yeah. we'll see there. And really not much to read into Kyle Phillips. Like, I know I he left last season. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, it hurts his prospects of being able to make the team potentially. But, I mean, yeah, of course, hopefully they're all back as soon as they can. But I, I don't think he was – well, that's kind of our thought. He's not going to be part of the picture really with the team going yeah. forward. Yeah, I think so. we both agree he'll be cut. We'll see. Right? Think, Nothing overall crazy to be too concerned about. Yep. And, yeah, the one great thing of, of Beckton not being on either of these lists. So yeah, yeah, definitely. That's good. Yeah, it, it, the, the pup list was small, too. We don't want, we don't, we don't want to see a big pup list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully, I mean, there's really nothing we can do about it. Hopefully, the Jets can just avoid the injury bug this year. I think yeah. we've just seen, I mean, again, of course, all teams deal with injuries, not to yeah. just sound silly, but, like, I feel like the Jets, with, with, within the Gase era, everybody was landing on these lists yeah. <laughs> by the end of the I, season. I'm excited for the so. Gase Freedom Watch for everyone. I'm, I'm very <laughs> and excited. Absolutely. And I'm also absolutely. excited. We, Well, I think you'll come with me. You're up in the air right now, but I'm definitely going to training camp next week with or without you. I'm excited to see the team. Yes. Excited to see the other fans. Excited to be back at Florham Park, One Jets Drive. It should be a good time. I'm excited to see Zach Wilson. Like I said, Carl Lawson. Very excited to see. And I'm hoping Salah gets gets the fans going, is interactive with us, like Greg Williams was that one practice. But yep. 
If you have tickets, I know they, they sold out super quick. They actually sold out after our pod went live last week. So we were uh, a little behind the, the eight ball there, but I'm excited for training camp. It's one of my favorite things to do. And we get to see the facility as well. So if, if you're going to training camp next week or going at all, I hope you enjoy. It should be a good time. And Spence, I hope you can join me next week. Yeah, hope so as well. And yeah, it's a great time. Excited to see the team and, and some live action today. I always, yeah. at least from the couple of times we went, the favorite part for me is just starting to see how the depth chart's shaken out. So we'll see what the, the first units on both sides look like. Yeah, but. my... You know, my favorite part is seeing who's on the sidelines, and I'm just fuming <laughs> at who's on the sidelines. Exactly, not, the concerning like... <laughs> part, which, which I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do some live tweeting from either the, the pod account or my account just to see who's on the sidelines and what's going on. But yeah, should be a good time. Elijah Moore should be really fun to watch as well. With that, we will get into our segment. We'll talk about some fantasy value that you can look at for the Jets. A few players should be on your radar in dynasty and redraft as well so i'm in a dynasty league myself spence our league is a redraft so we'll be able to give some i guess different input on on these players so with that let's get into our fantasy segment all right spence let's start with the number two overall pick zach wilson the qb of the future what are your thoughts on him in a redraft league are you fading zach wilson or are you trying to scoop him up as kind of like a value pick in the later rounds yeah my, my thoughts right now is to scoop him up like like obviously i'm not being biased of course which we try to be as as realistic as we can be like in a, in a 10 team league 12 team league like he's not going to be off the bat a starter for, for uh fantasy team that's just the reality of it well, like, I think scooping him up at the end of any draft is definitely very reasonable. Like, I was just taking a look at Fantasy Pro's current rank- rankings right now, and right now they have him as 28th. Like, to me, oh, of course, being Jeff Hansel, that, that's there's, just a little bit no low. There's no way he's QB 28. He will not be QB 28 at the end of the year. There's just, no way. you got to be realistic with and it just goes, like, for the performance we're expecting on him even outside of Fantasy. Like, look at the team that's around him now. Like, it's, he is set up to, to produce. Like, if he is able to do what he's able to do. Like, I mean, trying to be realistic, could he be like around the 15th to 20th fantasy quarterback? I don't think that's crazy. Like if, if others think that's lofty expectation, like how, how is it with what they have set up there? I mean, I I'll give you some a, of the names. He has a good ceiling, I think for, yeah. for a later round guy. Yeah. And just to add a few of the names that according to fantasy pros list, they have ahead of him. So 27th is Winston, 26th, Trey Lance, 25th, Sam Darnold, 24th, Fields, and, and I'll pause there. I mean, I, I think he has just as good of a case to be ahead of all those. I mean, a, I mean two, two is 20th. They have, they have two or 20th. That's a little that, – that one I think is very interesting. Two I think is really bad for fantasy and yeah. in real life too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like – I'm definitely not going to take Wilson in a re- redraft league. If, Agreed. If yeah. he's on the waiver wire, which he could potentially be – Maybe in our in our we're a ten team league, so I don't think anyone's yeah. gonna draft him. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I will tell you now is you get one of my secrets. Like I have no plans to take him for hourly because it's redraft. <laughs> I would not draft him in redraft. I would keep an eye on him though. If you're yeah. if you're streaming quarterbacks every week, which is a strategy some people are doing, the Jets do have a favorable set, schedule. The, yeah, even it could be one, a good matchup based the, quarterback. The Panthers defense is terrible. The Pats defense isn't what it used to be. 
There's a few streamable matchups for Wilson. I definitely wouldn't think he'd be your season-long starter. Correct. I also would not keep him on your bench for a few weeks. Would you stash him after the draft? Maybe like pick him up week one, two, or three? I don't think so in a redraft league. And that's being honest, of yep. course. Us as Jeff, we want to hype him up as much. But like the re- realistically there, I don't see it in a redraft league. The point to do that. Yeah. You should, again, if you're in a league, which I think we are, a lot of them have not all Jeff fans. Like No one else is going to have this idea that we have to, uh, yeah. to hold on to him because, of course, we want him to be great. Yeah, so, so I'm fading him in redraft. In, in dynasty or keeper leagues, I think he is... A pretty good pickup. I think he actually went round one or early round two in my in my dynasty draft. Like I said, I, I think he still has the highest ceiling out of all yeah. the quarterbacks from this draft. Yes, I mean certainly for dynasty, he's. I mean, no, no doubt. Of, I mean, I guess all the rookies as well, but he's certainly worth a selection. I mean, I guess the one hotter take of that is, I mean, of all the rookies, I, I know as we've said. Still think he set up the best to succeed at least this Agreed. year. So I would love to, if I'm in a dynasty league, grab him ahead of all the other rookie quarterbacks. And yes, it's ahead yeah. of Lawrence, Fields, and Lawrence. And, and ahead of ahead of Lance. Like I still love San Fran's offense, but like not, not not better than the Jets' offense, honestly, right now. Yeah, I don't know if that's a hotter take as well, but I, I don't see that at this time. I think Wilson's stock is the lowest right now in Dynasty because I think yeah. he will do well this year. People will start to pick up on him. And if you have an aging quarterback, if you have someone like Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I would try and get Wilson if you can. Trade a, a second-round pick for him in, in Dynasty, maybe a, a late first. But I think he has very good potential. I mean, you know, it's, it's the green jersey thing. He puts yeah. on the green jersey, he falls down the rankings. like. I, it's I just can, crazy to me still with that. Like, you put the yeah. Jet jerseys on, you just go down, like, 10 spots. And it's a total different step. Like, people just choose to not account for that. Well, I, I think that would work in, in your favor in Dynasty because people yeah, think you're that. Right. People, Ex- like, I yeah. will we'll talk about him next. So I, I won't say it now. But people that have Jets players are, I think they're more likely to move them because they're on the Jets. And let's... Yeah, I'd say... Yeah, good go idea. This goes yeah. For, no, yeah, this goes for probably us and others, like in your other leagues. Like push the narrative that oh, the Jets are the jokes. Like don't yeah. take any other players. But as you just said, I agree. I, mean, I definitely I think, play in your favor this time, and hopefully going forward again. If you're in a win now team in Dynasty, I would not take Jets players this year. I'll say that. But if you're a rebuilding team, I would definitely go after Wilson and this next guy who I'm going to talk about, Michael Carter, who. Should be the starting running back by the end of this year. One person in my dynasty league drafted him. He, somehow he, he fell to the early second round. I didn't have a first round pick in my dynasty league this year, so I couldn't take him. But he fell for whatever reason, probably because of the green jersey. And he's already trying to move him. So I'm super high on Michael Carter for dynasty, for keeper. Redraft. I this might be a hot take, but I'm fading him in redraft. I don't want to draft him in redraft. If he's on the waiver wire, I will try and pick him up. But for this year, he's a rookie, and they still have Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, and, and P. Ryan. I don't know if he's going to be a workhorse back yet. I think he has the potential to be the guy at the by the end of the year. 
Maybe he's a league winner at the end of the year, but I'm not drafting him in redraft right now. Yeah, and I think I agree with that as well for redraft. Like, I don't like you just. I don't think he's going to be the league winner at the end of the year. Cause again, with the Jets' backfield and how we expect it to go, like, I think he's favored to have the most touches overall. But I'm sure the others are also going to be heavily involved. As well. I think that's my concern: the volume piece, yes. which I'm yeah. I'm sure is your reason behind it as well. It's the volume concern. Like, I'm looking now on Fantasy Pros ranking this is just regular uh regular rank is not ppr related right now they have him 39 and that's i mean what does that say usually people's fourth running back or so like in a 10 team league, it's about your fourth running back on your team yep uh i mean if you want to take a flyer like late in redraft like okay i totally understand it but agree with brent i don't know if he's going to be uh I don't know if he'd be cracking your your lineup in a redraft league. Uh, yeah, I think his ceiling is RB three. Like I think his ceiling is a a, a good backup to have, yep. but not an every week starter. He's not definitely yeah. not a plug and play guy. I think he can be that year two or three uh, of of his contract. Yeah, because Coleman's on a one year deal. So if I think if if Tevin Coleman was not here, I'd be a lot higher on him this year. I like like I said, I agree. I'm not down on him as a player. I think he's gonna be great. It's just fantasy wise. I am fading him in yeah. redraft because of the competition. I think. Yeah, and maybe maybe this is a little bit of a hotter take. Like, I don't think he's going to have as many touchdowns as, as we're thinking. Like, at least, look, maybe when he's catching passes, that's certainly possible. But I think when they're in the red zone, I, I, this is my prediction. Maybe I'll be wrong. I don't think Michael Carter is going to be the back that's on the field with them when they're in those zones. I, I would. I think it's going to be know, Ty feel, Johnson. Isn't he bigger? I yes, yeah, I, I think. He's well. Yeah, he's certainly. I know Carter's. He's tiny <laughs> compared to the he's others. He's five eight. Yeah. I'd imagine it's yeah Ty Johnson or or Tevin Coleman for that. I don't think it. Well, yeah. It, I just don't think it'll be Carter. Simply out of those. So speaking, so I think that's that's gonna hurt his value and like you just said in a redraft league. Speaking about Tevin Coleman, this might be a hot take. I'm willing to take a flyer on Tevin Coleman in redraft this year. I think he's because I think he's gonna be the starter for the first few weeks. I think he might have fantasy appeal the first few weeks until Carter establishes himself. I would take a flyer on him in, like when it, with one of my last three or four picks. I mean, I usually take a defense and kicker last. So, but like right before that, I, w- I would take a flyer on Coleman if he's there. I don't know. Like he doesn't have a high ceiling, but I think the touches might be there for him to warrant a, a flex play for the first few weeks. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, one thing that's certainly in his favor is is he's connected to the staff, of course, yep. before being here. So I'm sure they're going to lean on him for certain things, at least to start. Um, I, yeah, I could see the value as you know as a late flyer at the end of the draft. I think the whole, honestly, each running back in the Jets' backfield now is, is potentially, well, I guess for redraft, not all necessarily worth a shot, but like worth to keep your eyes on because you know we we really don't know how it's going to fully shake out. They, I could, I think it might be a group where we're seeing the hot hand also pretty often. Yep. So like you, you're not going to want to go into the week where you maybe you like Carter had a strong week the week before you started. I'm just using a hypothetical. Yeah. And the week after it becomes the Ty Johnson show or the yep. the Tevin Coleman show. That's what happened with San Fran last year. Yeah. So I, I think I mean it's like you a, go it's, for it. It's a volatile situation. In redraft, yes, I would take a flyer on Coleman as one of my last picks, but overall, I'm trying to stay away from this 
situation. I was going to say, I think our thoughts to it to sum up this position, I think, we, we, of course, we're optimistic on the Jets' backfield and we're thinking it's going to work out well in, in regular terms, but for fantasy yeah. terms, a backfield to avoid just because we yes. don't know how it's going to shake out. So, and again, there's two different lenses on these. Yeah. Don't want our listeners to think we're, we're all of a sudden just down on the group. <laughs> no, like a super high on the group in real life, but that doesn't yeah. translate to fantasy. You can be a exactly. great, you can be a great real life player, but suck in fantasy. So exactly, yeah. So. I guess like one mini observation I'm seeing looking at fantasy pros list as well. If they have P Ryan ten slots ahead of Ty Johnson in their rankings, I mean, you know my thoughts on that. <laughs> I think that's just going to be the opposite. Yeah. I think Johnson will have here. Like Johnson right now is ranked seventy nine. Uh, not that I'm saying he's worth a flyer in redraft. He definitely is not. But I wouldn't be shocked if he significantly outperforms that. He, I, I really think he's going to uh, have more touches than we're imagining in, in this backfield. Yeah, I like I said, I, I can't really predict what's going what's gonna to happen. Yeah, that's, that's he, just more of a, a – yeah, it's simply a prediction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Dynasty or Keeper, Michael Carter's the guy. Yep. I think we can both agree on that. Yep. I'm – that's probably it. I don't think you could really touch you're, the others you're, beyond you're gonna that. Laugh. For now. You're going to laugh. I would potentially take a flyer on P. Ryan and Dynasty. I so I might actually put a bid in for him for free agency when uh, I do free agency next week, next month in my Dynasty league. I I'm still high on P. Ryan. I don't know. No, I, don't I, know why. I I could see the logic <laughs> there. I think we we have this vibe that like he's just kind of out of the picture, but or well, at least I vibe. do. You have that. I'm higher. I'm a lot higher on him than you. I think he can be the their Bilal pal. That's what I mean. I it's think nothing. It's not crazy. Like he ends up leading the team in carries. Like we're assuming there's no shot, but it's I don't totally think in carries. Possible. I think in catches. I don't know. It, 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 like I said, it's the high hand approach. If he happens to just explode this year from Gay's Freedom Watch, yeah. <laughs> who knows? I, I'm not expecting it, but yes, like I, I, I see your logic there. Is the point I'm trying to make? I, I, it's not that crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I would take a flyer on him. Not that he's gonna do anything, but yeah, I'm just I'm just higher on Pierre. I don't, I don't know why. I, I like. I mean, I, I grabbed him in a couple of the others last year. Well, in, in during the season to potentially keep him. Like at least, I mean, right now I'm just gonna let him go back into the draft yeah, pool. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I had to sum that up. I see your logic. On I that. had him last year on Dynasty, and I dropped him, so no one picked him up. So I can yeah. get him back. But again, I would say running back situation to avoid and redraft no one i don't think anyone's going to finish as an rb2 i think at best yeah they're, i agree they're an rb3 dynasty michael carter's the guy if you can get him and if you want to take a shot on anyone else go for it i can't give a prediction i just like <laughs> p ryan but like i said coleman might be worth something for the first few weeks that's something to consider but other than yep. that still if you can avoid it yep Nothing more I could add there. That's that's the that's our thoughts on the running back group yeah. for fantasy. <laughs> so let's move over over to the wideout group, and I'm going to start with this is the fun one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Corey Davis because I think I said on the pod on one of these episodes that I did trade for Corey Davis last year at my dynasty leagues trade deadline, and Corey Davis had his best season yet right last year. Still, I don't think he topped a thousand yards, but he looked really great. He is coming into his own. He's trying to live up to that first-round pedigree, and I think as the wide receiver one in this offense, I think his ceiling could be a wide receiver two spot, like top 
24 player at the at the wideout position. I'm I'm pretty high on him. I still have him on, on my dynasty team, and I think he will will be very good in, in redraft and dynasty as well. He's only what 27. He's signed for three years, so mm-hmm. uh, 27, 28. So I'm very high on him. If you can get him, you can probably get him late in the draft too, because again, being on the Jets, they automatically just rank you lower. And I think if you can get him as your wide receiver three or wide receiver four in, in redraft or, or dynasty, if you want to trade for him, I think that'd be a, a big plus for your team. I think he's going to lead the team in targets, lead the team in touchdowns. I think he's going to get over a thousand yards. I think he's going to be very good. That was going to be the first initial point I was going to share about like why, why I'm buying it. Simply is he's going to lead in targets, likely going to lead in touchdowns. Yep. And so with that, here, I'll ask you a question before I share where, where Fantasy Pros has him ranked. Where, where do you think they have him ranked? <laughs> I think... If you were to put a number on it. And uh, this is for regular, not PPR, just, just regular... I think Fantasy uh, Pros has him as a wide receiver three, so I'm going to go with late 20s. <laughs> 47. 47? What? That's what it's, it's, the, it's putting on the green jersey. And that's what I was going to say. Who do they have ahead of him? I mean, I'll do the six ahead of him from 46 to 41. Devontae Parker, LaVisca Chenault, Hollywood Brown, Gallup, Mike Williams on the Chargers, and Jarvis Landry. Gallup is Landry. like the fourth target on this team. Yeah, like it's it just it, – it's the it's the green jersey thing. Like he – I'm, I'm with you though on him. He, I think he's going to – he just – he's set up to lead all the important wide receiver categories for the if Jets. If you can get and him that late – That's a that, steal. Yeah, that's definitely a steal. Like he's, he's going to – he's going to do better than those expectations. I like, would – so we have we have a two wide receiver league and a flex. I don't think he'd be a starter in our league. I don't. No, think he's I agree. Top, I don't think he's a top two wideout on your team or flex play in my dynasty yeah. league. I have three wide receivers, so he's going to be my wide receiver three. I think he yeah. will be. I don't know why I said no. I mean, yes, I agree. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I think he's, he's a perfect wide receiver three this year with yeah, with I wide mean, receiver two ceiling. I had him on one of my teams last year. And he, <laughs> He produced like he did a great job. I know total different situation now, but like he, I think he he also has this rep of like that he went what he think he went top five in his draft, and obviously like, hasn't lived fully up to that. So I think I think there's just a couple of and this is maybe just me making it up, <laughs> but I mean, there's just some narratives around him that he just gets discredited for and it pushes him down. And it just it's kind of silly. Like it just doesn't make sense with the the offense that he set up to succeed in. A good, a, a pretty solid situation. I think yeah. we agree in the Jets' offense now. Like he, he's going to have a good fantasy year, I would say. And even I know we're we're talking about non PPR purposes, but if he's leading in targets, he should also be PPR productive there. And, and for dynasty, I like it. I like what you were your your points you shared before. I don't think I can even add past that, but I just think he he was going to do well. <laughs> I can't yeah. say more than that. So, would you agree? In redraft and dynasty, I think his ceiling's wide receiver two. Floor would be your fourth wide receiver. That's very reasonable. Yep. Exactly what I would say. Yeah, I, like I don't I said, differ right, at all on that. Right now, he's my wide receiver three. I have in my starting lineup. I'm gonna have DJ Moore, Robert Woods, and Corey Davis. So he's my wide receiver three. I think he's a, a perfect third guy for your if you have three three starting wideouts. I think he's yeah. He should definitely be a top thirty six wide receiver. Fantasy Pros Agreed. is insane with that ranking. And yeah, you think they're pretty good. I like. I showed you Fantasy Pros years well, this, ago. I, I like them yeah. a lot. 
what, what they do, which I know, I know you're aware of, in case for the listeners, like they combine all the rankings of all like all the different experts. analysts across quote, all the different quote unquote experts. Yeah, it's like I mean that just shows I guess what the the fantasy sport, fantasy football industry of, of like you just said quote unquote experts, you know, use him right now. And, yeah. And before we jump to the other Jet White, it's like clearly he, he's the top ranked Jet White. It's like can't wait to hear the numbers of where the other ones are. <laughs> Yeah, so and, I'll t- and and who's ahead of them, which is s- some funny ones so far. I'm I want to move on to Jameson Crowder next. Yep. So Crowder is interesting. I also had him last year in Dynasty, and I flipped him at the trade deadline. In PPR, Crowder gets a big boost because I still think he's the starter in the slot, even though Elijah Moore is awesome. I think Crowder will get his fair share of targets. And, and catches definitely so mm-hmm. in PPR he definitely gets a boost I think he could also be a wide receiver four depending on how he's used I I think he's a he's a solid bench stash in in redraft and dynasty dynasty I I don't know where he's gonna go after this year for dynasty purposes but I, I think he's he's worth it worth a stash on in both leagues especially if you're in PPR or half half point PPR. I think he can be a, a wide receiver three at his ceiling. Yeah, I agree. I think he's worth a stash for redraft. And for another reason, I think it's a little, it's hard to predict, but I'm still not fully so that Crowder is going to be a Jet by the end of the season. Like, even with how well or how not well the Jets are doing, I wouldn't be shocked still if, if he potentially gets shipped out for a pick at any point and maybe goes to a competitor and of course yeah. boosts his van- fantasy value for like the perfect example right now, which and I saw some of Jets Twitter floating this around would be the Saints. Saints I mean, yeah. Michael Thomas out and a great offensive coach in Sean Payton. Like, yep. it's a fit if they want to go that route. Don't know if they will or won't, obviously, but like, I think that's something you have to account for fantasy wise in, in taking Crowder this year. But no, otherwise. I mean, here, he's ranked 65th right now of wideouts, according Crazy. to, and this is the non PPR list, the regular list. So he probably is slightly higher on the PPR list. But I think at that value, I mean, the names around him, just to, to add a couple, he's right behind Gabriel Davis, Russell Gage, Christian Kirk, Troy Conn Smith, and he's right ahead of Sterling Shepard, Paris Campbell, and, and our boy, Rashad Perryman. <laughs> Gabriel like, Davis is even—he's like gonna, a wide receiver four on his team right now. I was saying like if if he's around these guys you're in your redraft, draft, right? Not dynasty. Yeah, I'm looking. This is redraft. Like I, I would feel pretty comfortable selecting him probably ahead of each of those. <laughs> I would take a late round outside of maybe like yeah, like, uh, he he. I think he will outperform his value of, of 65th overall if yeah. you know if all goes as planned like, let's yeah. i mean i guess that's yeah. so easy to say but yeah. if none of these variables happen to come in definitely could do that or but, injuries too obviously we're not yeah. accounting for injuries too yeah so. of course not so but no i, I agree with your points i think redraft definitely worth a shot at the end uh, i think what you were saying wide receiver four is where you think he would fit this year i yeah i, I think so in our league we have two again two wide receivers starting i would be comfortable with him being my second or third uh, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I would say second or third wide receiver on the bench. I'd say at best probably around there this yeah. year. And, and, and yeah, for Dynasty, I don't know what I would do there, honestly. Like, I don't know if he's worth a hold. Just, you don't know where he's going to land. That, that's the hardest part. He could land in a horrible situation. I, I, I wouldn't waste. trade him. I wouldn't cut him. If you have him, I would hold. And I would not yeah. trade for him. 
I would not actively try and get him, but if Agreed. you have him, he's a he's a strong hold right now. Yeah, so he's. I, mean, I think he's a, really he's a difficult one to predict for this year because we yeah. just yeah. There's a lot of assumptions around what his ultimate role is going to end up being. So yeah, keep well, your eyes on him in your drafts, but don't uh, don't put a ton of uh, I guess bets on it. Yeah. <laughs> that he's going to really uh, win your bet on him. I, I don't know. Didn't word that well, but you know what I mean. <laughs> well, let, let's go to another guy who's going to be difficult to predict, not because of his, of his talent, but because of the competition and how he might be used. Let's go to our, our guy, Elijah Moore. From Ole Miss, he's a rookie. He looks to be amazing and the next big slot guy in the league and, and on the team. I guess I'm I'm fading him in redraft. I don't want any part of him in redraft because, again, I think Crowder is here to, to take a lot of his reps. And I don't think he's going to get the volume that he can be a a weekly starter or even a, a buy starter if, if needed. I think it, for me, it just it depends on how large your league's bench is. Like, I know that standard is usually, yeah, ours, like maybe he'll <laughs> find a spot on, on some, I mean, we, we know our league will probably find the spot yeah, on with, someone there. Yeah, with, with <laughs> one, have, one Jets fan who we have in the league, I think he'll take it. You know who I'm talking <laughs> that's about. That's what I mean. We have too many Jets fans. I, I wouldn't be shocked in hours he lands, but. Other ones you know, agree. Like I think the standard is usually six bench spots. I don't know if he's cracking that off the beginning of the season. Simply, would I be shocked if he's a hot waiver wire pick at some point? Absolutely not. I, I honestly would expect that. Yep. But that's not something sometimes you can uh, you, know, you can't fit that on your bench from day one. I, I can simply. see him exploding like week five or six, and everyone goes to the yeah. rush and pick him up. <laughs> And you'll probably call me crazy, but I think like his floor and ceiling is so wide. Like, I agree. Yeah, that's not I, crazy. I, I really think if he if all goes like absolutely perfect, and you, you this you might I think his ceiling is wide receiver too. Like he could be one of those brokers that absolutely. Yes, I, I really do. I think he if, if he could absolutely explode, but also like the floor could be wide receiver six. I think it could be as low as that if the targets yeah. just don't go as. So I, I just obviously we've been hyping him up now for all, since since draft day, but like it just sounds like he he has that 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 it factor in this league yeah. at least from the reporting so far. So I, I don't could have just could have one of those crazy rookie. I mean, who said who thought with Justin Jefferson last year that would happen? Yeah, no one. Like, I yeah. mean, people thought he would do well, but not that well. So. I I wouldn't say I I disagree with his ceiling. I think his ceiling would be maybe wide receiver three. Because again, we don't know how he's going to be used with with Crowder being there. Yeah. He's, like I said, fading him in redraft. He he's a boomer bust right now. Dynasty, exactly. get him with whatever you can. He's going to be because Crowder's gone next year. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be awesome. By next year, he should be a wide receiver too easily. So yeah. if you're in a dynasty league, I would trade a first round pick for him if you need a a yep. solid wide receiver. I, I don't disagree. I guess that's my only difference. I think in terms of his boom, I, I just really think it could be that high if all yeah if all goes that route <laughs> simply. But we'll see. He, he will be an interesting pick, I think, in a lot of drafts because I think there will be people. Well, I guess if we're just around so many Jet fans. I wonder what yeah. outside of Jets Nation thinks. But any Jets fans draft, like I'm sure he's going to be picked up a lot, yeah, <laughs> even in their regular dress. They're not going to listen to us for that. Well, I know. So him him and Carter actually fell in my dynasty draft. I think we had it, our dynasty draft in 
May. Mm-hmm. So he actually fell to the second round. So we have we have twelve people in our league. He went thirteenth overall. So he yeah he fell to thirteenth overall. And actually Carter, I'm looking now. Carter fell to fifteenth overall. So I think those are steals right there. Guys like Tony went went before Moore, Terrence Marshall, Rondell Moore. I think Moore set up in a dynasty or keeper league better than those guys. Rashad yeah. Bateman went before him, who I think he set up better than. I I'm super high on Elijah Moore for dynasty. I think like one thing just to add, I could see this track. Like I'm looking at again, this is the non PPR rank just to make that clear. T. Higgins right now for this upcoming year on Fantasy Pros, he's at 26. Like, could we see that next year with Eliza Moore? Like, if he goes that kind of track, I think where so. yes. like Higgins kind of just came onto the scene. What was that more? A little bit through the beginning of the season and through the end. Like, it wasn't more right away. Like, yeah. could see that path around. happening where, where next year he, he's falling right into those yeah, ranges simply. But yeah, I, I think so. I mean, he. he Here's one interesting one I do want to add because you know I didn't love him in the draft process. Because Devonta Smith is 39, Elijah Moore is 69. I think that's, <laughs> yeah, that's way crazy. too wide of a gap, way yeah. too wide. So yeah. well, so we'll Devon- see. Let's Devonta see them Smith, prove that wrong. He went number six in my fantasy draft, and Jalen Waddle went number five overall. So I'm just not just and it goes back to his drafts on him. Yeah, exactly. But I just, yeah, I, just, I don't know. We'll see on that you, one. I, I if you need a wide receiver for the future, do whatever you can to get him. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Do you do you think there's any other pass catchers on the team that are relevant enough or are fantasy relevant enough? I mean, the last one I just don't know. I really don't know what his season going to be. Is Denzel Mims? Oh right. Um, I always forget yeah. about him. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I thought you were you were already just cutting him out of the yeah. picture there. I yeah I, I don't know why I don't I know if, about that. I mean simply on him I don't know if he in redraft I don't think he's draft worthy at all right now honestly probably not worth us yeah I mean I, I, I'll take redraft? that part back I, I, think, yeah, I, I definitely would fade him in redraft too yeah I wouldn't take not him. worth a stash but certainly keep an eye on him for for waiver wire because again we don't really like, one through four yes Corey Davis should be the clear top one but like everyone else could easily jump to the second wide out of the group I think yeah. that's a well, a comfortable I statement to make. I, I'm not putting Keelan Cole on my radar. Let me just say that real quick. Sure, I forgot it. Yeah, there you go. I forgot about him. I, I wouldn't bother with him this yeah. year. It's just, it's just, it's just great. It's too deep of a group. <laughs> I would not focus on Mims and redraft. I would try and buy low on him right now in, in dynasty. I think his I stock is very low, and I think it's similar to T Higgins. I think I still think T Higgins stock is pretty low because they just got Jamar Chase. Yeah. So I think Denzel Mims stock is low because they just got Corey Davis. So I would definitely try and buy low on Mims. And you can try to convince people, oh, yeah, I just want him as depth because Corey Davis is the number one guy. And, and obviously he wasn't at camp this summer because he was sick or he, he's not, um, I guess, ranked too high. So I would just mm-hmm. try and buy low on Mims because I, I still think he's going to be really good. He's gonna He should be a solid wide receiver two on the team. Not fantasy yeah. wide receiver two, but the, the second guy. You know, I, I agree with that thought. Yeah, I would. Yeah, would look to buy low, but otherwise, like I don't expect him to be drafted really in any league <laughs> at all, and on the redraft, redraft radar. Yeah. yeah, I don't think like in keeper leagues, I'd be surprised if anyone is. I guess it's the same as dynasty, but like surprised if anyone is keeping him that had him on had him on the end of their roster yeah, last yeah, year, definitely. based on how it shook out. But yeah. 
we'll see. I mean, my, my leaving statement on the wide receiver groups, I don't think there's anyone else that we're going to address is Davis, and I think we'll agree here, is Davis is going to be clearly the top producer of the group for fantasy purposes, and we have a yep. pretty good outlook on him, but two through four, I mean, oh, it's going to be, yeah. as always, <laughs> be on them to produce and show us stuff, yeah. but that that order can go really in all in all three uh, combinations. Each, yeah. Well, more than three, but any, you know, I'll word that better. That it can um, play out in any direction for the, the three yeah. of them. Yeah. So couldn't get the words out this morning. <laughs> I, or, I think right the, now the only other pass catcher that is intriguing to me because of Gase Freedom Watch is Chris Herndon. I am willing to take a flyer on him. I wouldn't take him in redraft. I would. I wouldn't take any of the tight ends in redraft. So I had Chris Herndon last year in Dynasty and dropped him. I'm thinking about taking him as my third tight end, just because I think he has the potential to break out. Like you said on pods before, with with the tight ends, how they're used in the San Fran off uh, San Fran offense. I think if if he is tight end one, I think he has good potential to beat whatever ranking he's at right now, and I'm sure his ranking is terrible right now. So, yeah, I, 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 I want it? you to guess that before uh, you uh, my, my comments. T-E-30. Oh, you got it, exactly. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, is, I'm, is Griffin I'm, ahead of him, do you know? Um, I'm sure he's lower. Let me try to yeah. find way lower. I haven't even seen his name. He's okay. 57. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that's I, interesting because I feel like Griffin's tight end one, technically. He was last year, it seemed like. Not that I want him to be tight end one, but I don't know what they think. So, look, my, my thoughts to the tight end group, like, for fantasy purposes, stay away. That, that's, that's my stance <laughs> to it. But at the same time, and like you said, and like I know I vouch for it in these other pod episodes, is the tight ends produce in, in this offense that they've ran from – sorry, that was run in San Francisco. So, like, could could these guys pop up on the scene throughout the season waiver wire wise or like streamer wise? I, I don't think that's a crazy take to have, but I, I know for me, I'm definitely, I, I, I guess I'm a little different than her now. I'm staying away from him really in, in all aspects of okay. drafting him. For, I, I just, yeah, I hopefully he proves me wrong. Here. I'm not, I'm not high on him anymore. I'm, I'm in my stance. I think I was higher on him early in the off season. Now I just don't see it as much because it's a it's a crowded pass catching group. Like there's only going to yeah. be so many targets that can go around. But again, hope I'm wrong on that one for, for Jets purposes too. and yeah. fantasy purposes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know. I, I might take a flyer on him in dynasty. It's his contract year, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, but yeah, definitely stay away and redraft and Tyler Croft and, and Ryan Griffin. Now just. Don't even bother. No one's so, touching yeah. them. I, no one. If you're starting them on your team, you're probably in last place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't a... even draft Chris Herndon in, in redraft. Maybe just no, keep, I, keep an eye on him in, on the the waiver wires. See how they use him. But yeah, I would want to touch yeah, him. Simply agreed. I think all these will be. I think I know all these will be available <laughs> after the draft. Oh, no, yeah. no one's taking them. <laughs> I don't, Maybe in our league. We we have Jets fans in our league that will take Jets players. That's going to be the only league yeah. I see it happens where you just, we yeah. just have too many in there. Yeah. But yeah. outside of that league of mine, it, it ain't, it's simply not happening. Yeah, I agree. Or good luck yeah. <laughs> donating your money to the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. Although yeah. we play for free. Yeah, we, we, we do not promote free. gambling on this, uh, on this 
We play for free. Yeah. Other than that, uh, obviously fade the kicker situation. No matter who it is, I'm not touching Ficken or Nagar. And fading the defense because the defense is not going to be good. You agree with yeah. that, right? Yeah. No, nothing nothing different I would add there. Jake the Amster might, might draft the Jets defense, though. Yeah, well, we'll have to tease him on that one. <laughs> <The top laughs> you you have him top 10 Amster, so <laughs> you better take them now. Hopefully, again, prove us wrong with yeah. all these. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even use him as a streamer. I know that the schedule, there's some easy parts of the schedule, but still would not stream the Jets defense. Agreed. They, they could I, surprise I, us, but yeah. I would strongly not choose them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't think we'll be seeing... Uh, them used by really any any fantasy owner. Yeah. So even even Dy- even dynasty, I wouldn't touch them. Yep, I I don't yeah. differ there as well. Yeah, I would not uh, kicker kicker, whatever. Work work to be done in this unit still until they could be back in the in the fantasy conversation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you remember the first year of our league te- uh, eleven years ago when I, I was took- about to say? Yeah, <laughs> I took the I had first. Did I have the first? Yeah, but you. I had the first yeah, deck, you yeah. had a pretty good year that I, year. I, I you still made second. the playoffs. I ended up exactly. Place, yeah, and yeah. you so did well that year. <laughs> I, I, it was 2010. I, I drafted the Jets defense first overall as like a joke, and everyone freaked out, and I ended up coming in second place that year. So, you know how you win leagues? It's the waiver wire and trades. You can lose your, you, you can lose your league in the draft. But you can't win your league in the draft. It's it's about transactions, agency pickups. It's it's a season long thing. Yeah. And I guess just to sum up on the Jets group, I think where value wise, where you're probably gonna find most of them is is around there, honestly, outside of as we probably just mentioned, Corey Davis, Michael Carter. I I, I guess I'd probably pause there. I think Crowder will probably. Still, I don't know. I'm hesitant. Will he still yeah. get selected in all leagues? I'm not totally sure. Uh, yeah, about I, I don't that. Know. I don't know. So I mean, yeah, I'm but, very, yeah. very high on Davis. I think if he 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 would be my Jets target definitely out of anyone. Agreed. In redraft, and in dynasty, Michael Carter or Elijah Moore are my targets as well. Yep. Agreed. All right. Well, we will see how how this turns out and. I'm sure we will be talking fantasy all season long. So hopefully they prove us right or prove us wrong in a good way. And we'll, we'll see what happens. So Spence, another good episode. As always, love talking fantasy football with you and getting my fantasy opinions out there. Excited to do the draft order today. I can't wait to see where I'm picking, and it doesn't matter where you're picking because you'll draft a good team anyway. I'll find my way into the playoffs. Well, we'll see, though. I, haven't, I, I can't deny. I know I'm always Mr. Cocky in our league <laughs> yeah. for, the, for the fun of the narratives of our league, but I know I have not been as good the last... I, I've still made it in, but I have not made noise. So yeah, well, two Excited. Years ago, the when best I... time of the year. Two two years ago when I won, you missed the playoffs for the first time. You're right, years. yeah. I know that was that was, that was, that was great. A, a bad one. So I, we'll... And I came in last last year, so I was looking yeah. at my draft from last year, and every single player I picked was just horrible. It was the worst draft I ever I ever had. It was just awful. Hey, you have those years, but like you said, 
But sometimes you just you rebound on the waiver wire. You know, yeah. it depends on the league with that. And yeah. you, sometimes you just have those years where the injuries happen and you yeah. you yeah. can't control it in fantasy. So it's yeah. it's a great thing though. It's fun. It's a blast. We of course are huge fans of it, and yeah, I'm sure many of the pod followers are as well. So. Yeah, got our jet scoop on it. Yeah, <laughs> but for for some of our listeners that might be in our leagues, you're not hearing it all on the other teams. You'll find out on draft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what one other thing I wanted to bring up before we go, I forgot to talk about it in the intro. Are you concerned at all of Zach Wilson not being signed yet? Ah, uh, good point that we were bringing this up. I did forget about that. Yeah, I did too. Until I I'm saw not. Another. I don't know what they're waiting on. Like, I guess yeah, we could do a quick address on it yeah. all. Two minutes, like, real quick. There's yeah. no need for these contracts to not be done. I'll say that. Like, they with the the rookie, whatever the rookie wage scale, whatever whatever they call it exactly. Like, it's it's all set. Like, there's not much. To, there's nothing to negotiate. The only thing to negotiate now was like the the offset language. Or like, if they, I think it's like if they were to get cut. Like then they can like also get paid from the like I guess for the Jets and you know, they get paid from the Jets and then the new team. Yeah, that has, like that why are you worried about that with your contract. yeah? Why are you worried about that with your top pick though? Like to, to me, that does send a little bit of an, an interesting message that you're not confident like that he's gonna be here past that. <laughs> like yeah. just 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 get it done and come on, yeah. it's it's silly. But yeah. no, I'm not concerned. They they will get it done. I just I don't like that it, it it's now. What the second? I guess I know what the show with Donald. Does this mean he won't Donald, be a training but... camp? Is he gonna hold out? <laughs> I, I I thought no. Like I, you're right. I'm pre- isn't that? I'm pretty sure that means no. Because Donald but... didn't go the first few days. I remember. Yeah. Oh, man, I that would suck if he's not there on Saturday. I I would imagine they'll have it done by then. I just, I don't know what they're <laughs> waiting for. No no need for me to ramble. I'll pause yeah, myself it, there. I'll, I'll it's say, just silliness. Just get it done. Yeah. I'll say quickly if he's not signed by August, then I start getting concerned, and we'll leave it at that. Would you agree yeah. with that? <laughs> I mean, August if he's not 1st. there next week, and that's a huge problem. Yeah, that? yeah. Which yeah, is which is August. Yeah, yeah. Basically, be August. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I guess it's a situation we have to monitor now. Unfortunately, <laughs> if we're talking about it next week, it's a problem. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> all right. So, as always, thank you everyone for listening to us and coming on coming on this journey with us. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at the good the bad and the jets pod on twitter at good bad jets pod and you can follow me on twitter because i'm not using facebook anymore at b ferris verified <laughs> yep thank you brandon as always you can check me out on twitter at s klein eight two four one zero three three and on tiktok at nyjetssk824 we'll be some more coming there i was getting close to the season so have yep. some some thoughts, ideas that I started off. Hopefully putting out there more regularly. I'll yeah, and, leave it at and, that. <laughs> and like I said, I'll, I'll do some live tweeting next week from camp. Excited to be there. Excited to see other Jets fans. If you're around, let us know. And it, it should be a good time. Uh, and again, I hope you can come, Spence. But if not, I will be going there regardless. So, Sounds good to me. <laughs> so with that, we hope you enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your week. And make sure you stay positive and test negative. Thanks, everyone.